Now, broadcasting live from Kish Complete Car Care Center at 5300 Franklin in Waco, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us live from Kish Complete Car Care Center, 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco, on the web, completecarcarecenter.com. Give them a call at uh, 254-772, nope, 752. 772, thank you, 9331, 254-772-9331. And uh, any issues you have, they can help you out with or they can help you avoid issues in the future. Let's welcome in now uh, Joshua Walker, Baylor Volleyball Associate Head Coach. And, Coach, we appreciate you being on with us. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me. Very good. Thank you. I thought about you because of uh, what's going on in Hawaii. Uh, not your home state, but your adopted home state, I think. You played there at the uh, University of Hawaii and then coached there for seven years before you came to uh, to Baylor. Um, what's that like to, to watch and see kind of the, uh, the destruction of those wildfires? Yeah, so – I mean, I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia, so I was there until I was 18, but I lived in Hawaii for 16 years. So just as far as, like, my formative years and how much time I spent out there was uh, pretty significant. So um, when I saw the fires and, like, the situation that just occurred with the hurricane, obviously not being a direct hit but increasing the winds to it, I was like, okay, that's a pretty unique situation. Hmm. Um, And I still have, like, people I went to college with and um, people my wife has worked with as well. Um, that still that live in that area. So, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy just kind of hearing the details about how fast everything spread because I think the winds were up to 50 miles an hour. So it was literally the fire was moving a mile a minute. It was moving pretty fast. So Gosh. it wasn't much time for people to even have a chance to grab anything they wanted and try to get out of there. So that's why it ended up being as, as hectic as it was. And was that a big part of it? Uh, what I'm hearing you say is the the uh, the winds being that strong, that fierce, really helped spread that wildfire. Yeah, it was pretty unique how fast everything just went. The fire just burned through there because the town is actually like it was Lahaina is an old historic whaling town. So like way back when um, when settlers were first getting there, they they were whalers. Um, so a lot of that stuff was was built around there. It's pretty historic. A lot of the buildings were wood as well. Um, so when you just talk about like when you have that that vision of what you think Hawaii is, Lahaina is like one of those places. Um, but yeah, so fires are absolutely devastating um, uh, because everything was a lot of the buildings were wood, so it just kind of ripped through there really fast. Golly, that's just tragic, and and moving so fast. I mean, people were having trouble, you know, staying ahead of it, getting out of there, and uh, trying to salvage what little they could. Uh, the the fast uh, pace of that was really an issue also, wasn't it? Yeah. And like I said, there was not much time. Like they have the, the warning sirens like we do here as well, but most of they use for tsunamis and stuff like that or if they're doing testing. But because it was li- like it was literally moving a mile a minute, it was going through so fast, um, people were just like trying to grab family members and trying to get out of there. But you can see like some of the pictures is just, cars just kind of left on the street because there's only like one main road that goes through yeah. there. So if you end up getting stuck on that road, then it was like, okay, you're leaving your car or um, obviously any other vehicles you would have had. And um, yeah, there just wasn't enough time to, to be able to get out in time. When so you, uh, you personally, when you see the video, you know, of the, the devastation, the destruction there, I'm sure you know that area so well, and you recognize a lot of things that, 
now have basically been reduced to, to uh, ashes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was pretty historic. And they, like, Oahu's a little bit different because it's changed more with the times. Right. But places like Lahaina, um, it hasn't as much. They try to keep it relatively the same because of the historic piece that's there. Um, so all of a sudden, these places that have been there since the nineteen hundreds is completely burned up. So, um, so yeah, that's that's what makes it the most sad because it's not just like the buildings and um, and that kind of stuff. It's also just the history that is just gone now. Sure. Uh, and I don't know this. Ha- have they uh, gotten things under control, or what would you say the status is right now? I believe the fire was about 85% contained as okay. of yesterday. Um, so it's more contained. But like I said, what made it more unique was because of the, the winds had picked up because of the storm that was passing south. Um, so that's that's kind of what uh, made the situation unique in which, okay, you had the high winds, the fires that got started. Um, was it probably could have easily just been a regular wildfire, but it was just because the winds were up to 50, 60 mile gust. It just kind of um, that's what made it kind kind of out of control. Golly, well, continued prayers for those folks who've been affected, uh, maybe the loss of a loved one or certainly the loss of property there. So, our prayers continue uh, for them. Joshua Walker yeah, is with us, associate head coach for Baylor volleyball, and uh, you guys are going to put on a show tomorrow night. The green and gold scrimmage comes up tomorrow. Yeah. What uh, what can we look forward to there? Yeah, sorry, John. Just wanted to kind of follow up with the, oh, sure. the last part. Of just uh, as far as people that need donations. Um, out there, it's uh, pretty intentional. Like as far as donating money, it's more like um, clothing donations, stuff that goes directly to families is what people are in the most need of over there. Um, um, there's a lot of different places like Maui Food Bank, Maui Rapid Response, and Hawaii Community Foundation um, that are all um, making donations as well. But it's more stuff that people just need day to day stuff um, in comparison to just uh, just money. So if there's somebody who is listening that has the, the wherewithal, the funds, or um, is able to do that, that would be very helpful for those families out there that are hurting so much. Thank you for that. I appreciate you you uh, adding that, and you certainly can feel and share their pain of, of, of what they're going through. Um, how about the scrimmage tomorrow night? Uh, first time under the lights for your team for this year. What are you looking forward to there? Yeah, I mean, we've been grinding it out. The thing that's unique about these double days, it just feels like you can get so you get so much work and practice time in um, and trying to improve, especially the situation on our team where we have a lot of new faces. Um, so uh, it feels like we're ready to play. So looking forward to just being able to get into more than traditional six on six and some game such like situations to be able to see some of our fans and um, yeah, just compete. Very cool. That's great. And is this, I'm sorry, I don't know this. Is this uh, open to the public, the scrimmage tomorrow night? Yes. Yes. Very good. So 6 o'clock there for that, the green and gold scrimmage tomorrow, scrimmage uh, exhibition at A&M coming up on Saturday at 4. And then the regular season, a uh, little, little over a week away, uh, you get that Wisconsin-Minnesota double again this year. You guys don't step lightly into the season, do you? No, no. It's uh, definitely uh, just the way when you're thinking about scheduling and how to make the most out of it, playing those kind of teams right off the bat, you feel can be very beneficial. Um, and just as far as the level of focus that you have to have and when you're getting the double days to, to jump in the season against literally top 10 caliber teams uh, is will get your eyes open real quick. So that's why we like doing it. Yeah. And 
And I asked Coach McGuire this. Uh, you finally get that thing, the Big 12, Big 10 challenge, if you will, finally get it in Waco next year. So finally you're going to get those uh, those top-notch matches here in Waco. Yes, looking forward to it. Obviously with the conferences changing how they are, it's going to be even more significant next year. Yeah, good point. Very much so. Uh, final thought, where do you feel like uh, the team is as far as uh, preparation for the year? Uh, and what, what will you learn from the two exhibitions coming up? Yeah, I think we're, like I said, we're kind of maxing out where we, what we can do without having competition just as far as the reps and the training. Um, so uh, a lot more video sessions this the start of this pat this beginning of this week. Um, so tomorrow will be like like I said, just the regular six on six to kind of see what we're doing more in the flow um, and trying to get the team to be bought into just being um, play led and them just kind of running things. So it'd be very interesting for for the coaches tomorrow to see what the feedback is and how things are going, um, regardless on what side of the net there are and what side of the net they're on. And um, and then yeah, obviously heading into A and M. This upcoming weekend, we played them in the spring, so we're somewhat familiar with what they have. Um, but uh, their their head coach actually, he was just coaching with the U nineteen um, national team for world, so he just got back into the gym with them this past weekend. So I'm sure they're kind of um, they're anxious to kind of get going and um, see what they got as well. So. Very nice. Good luck kicking that off. And uh, hey, we appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks again for having me, John. All right, you bet. Thanks, Coach Joshua Walker, Associate Head Coach, Baylor Volleyball. And uh, uh, not a native of Hawaii, as he said, grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia, but uh, lived there, played there at the uh, University of Hawaii, and then coached there for seven years. So uh, 16 years total on the islands, and he certainly knows that area and knows what those folks are going through. So keep them in your prayers, and he gave us some uh, some good uh, practical ways where you could help those folks on the Hawaiian islands, certainly uh, – some have, have lost everything they own. So, um, again, keep them in your prayers. Baylor Volleyball with the green and gold scrimmage. It is tomorrow night, 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center. Then they'll have an exhibition against A&M Saturday at 4 p.m. Then start the regular season in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Big Ten, Big 12 Challenge uh, next week, next Friday and Saturday. Friday versus Wisconsin, Saturday versus Minnesota. Their home opener is September 1st, Friday, September 1st, 7 p.m. in the Farrell Center against Rice. Um, the uh, Shelby Livingstone uh, Bowl, Baylor versus Rice, September 1st in the Farrell Center for their home opener. Great things uh, ahead for Baylor Volleyball. Pick third in the Big 12 preseason poll. Texas number one, Big 12 newcomer BYU number two, and Baylor pick third in the preseason poll. Thanks to Coach Walker. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll look ahead. We'll